Welcome to Bumblecast Live. I'm your host, Ian Flynn, the Bumble King, and joining me as always is my Bumble co-host, Kyle, GCRB Krause. Hello, everybody. Uh, you have opened the floodgates. The floodgates are open. It is time for questions to roll in like crazy, like crazy. So here we are. We're trying to get we're going to try to get to as many people as possible, as many different people as possible. So if you send in multiple questions or multiple super chats, you will only get one answered unless we run out of time or not run out of time, unless we run out of questions and need more questions. I don't think it'll be a problem. So <laughs> same deal is always any super chats we don't get to tonight we will roll over into the nearest available priority q a so they will be answered they they still get priority just we only have two hours and you guys are insatiable yes yes we we cannot answer every single possible question and uh some of you seem to have started a little early sending your questions Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if Jennifer heard. I don't know even know if you heard Jennifer when she said that, but that's bits the, and pieces. Might as well relay. That's the case. She deleted every question before she said that questions were open. So, you guys uh, who sent in questions before Jennifer said they were open, well, I'm sorry to say. You've 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 missed your chance. Anyway, let's not waste any more time and let's go ahead and get started off with a question from Luna Star. Triple Trouble's anniversary is coming up, so it's almost Fang's birthday. What does Bark, Bean, and Honey the Cat do to celebrate this idiot Jerboa's special day? Uh Honey does nothing. They're not friends. Bark tries his best to find somewhere else to be. They're not really friends. <laughs> and Bean, the one gift that's great for everybody, a bomb. I mean, that is great for everybody. It's very friendly. It's very kind Fang's of him. Like, it's useful. This is what you got me last year, and the year before that, and the year before that. And means like, uh-huh. It's perfect for every occasion. What am I supposed to do with another bomb? And Bean just looks at him and is like, thing we've worked together for how long and you're asking what to do with it what aren't you supposed to do with a bomb that's a longer list <laughs> it's true all right here's one from metal skulk bane honey has a very specific vision about the next fashion show is she sly enough to get those characters to pose in pretty dresses for five minutes? Tangle, Whisper, Sticks, Surge, and a Bewildered Shadow. Yes. Yeah. She's just that good. Yeah, I don't think she'd have Her any. methods will vary from from each one, sure. But she'll get them. Yeah, I don't she'll think, get them. I don't think she'll have a problem. <laughs> and here's one from the Sonic Theorist. Hey, Eden, Kyle, hope your days are going well. Quick question. Which ending to Sonic Frontiers is canon? Is it the Final Horizon ending or the ending that was in Frontiers on day one's release? 
It's the one where Sage survives in the end and the end gets blown up. Hmm. 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 Here's yes, one. that's pithy, but that is what I'm sticking with for now. All right, here's one from DDR Master M. Traditional werewolves losing humanity to becoming an animal at night. But in a world of anthro animals, that kind of falls apart. So, what if hypothetically was so cursed, Whisper was so cursed as one? So, she just becomes more fangity and feral, I guess. Uh, yeah. Then if she were so cursed, she would become more fangity and feral. Such is the werewolfism. Yeah. Such is the way of the were and the wolf. Where's the wolf? Where's the wolf? Twilord has a question. And, oh, go ahead. And you you have Tangle, you know, wondering why her friend is trying to push her away in the night of the full moon, and oh no, some strange beast has torn up whispers normal clothing and destroy the variable wisp on and the wisps are trying to drive it back she'll help bring the beast down and then the sun rises and it's whisper and it's like oh you should have told me <laughs> i could have helped <laughs> yeah 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 here's a question from twilord Ian, would you have any interest in making a tabletop RPG or purchasable homebrew for D&D, no royalties required, based on your original IPs? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we t- we've we talked about a Drogoon-themed uh, reskin for, like, Starfinder or something. Yeah, that was when we entertained the illusion that we would have free time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a fool's errand, you know. <laughs> How foolish we were! All right, let's switch over to some super chats. Thank you, everybody, for your super chats. You guys are awesome. Let's start off with this one from Levi C. How would Star Fox Frontiers go? Cyber R-Wing? <laughs> be pretty cool. Uh, maybe leave the R-Wing segment for the cyberspace stages. Oh, like just, yeah, yeah. Like just a nice, straightforward, doesn't overstay its welcome, arcadey shoot 'em up and because it's cyberspace, it can be literally any setting with any assets. And then the outside world would be Fox running around, I guess, in a even more Kung Fu-tastic dinosaur planet style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you got all the pilots stuck in the cyber cages. This works unnervingly well. I know. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, this is, hmm, this is a bit too much. <laughs> but it works. And then Andros tears a hole in the sky. I'm a moon now. You're getting blown up all the same. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's different. Nothing's any different. He still ends up being a now giant you're brain. you're a true lunatic, Andros. <laughs> <laughs> Now he ends up, he still ends up being a giant brain in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
That works. That works surprisingly well. <laughs> All right, here's one from Supersonic Fan. What did Rough and Tumble do on Halloween? Mug kids steal candy. I was gonna say the same thing they do every night. <laughs> I mean, maybe this time they possibly bother with a costume that they took from some <laughs> poor kid. Hey, kid, I like your mask. Gee, thanks. Wham! My mask now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's true. <laughs> mm. Here's one from Chocolate Watermelon 28. Scourge is an anti-Sonic derived from Archie Sonic, so would an anti-Sonic derived from modern Sonic be different? I, um, hmm. I mean, yes, in a nuancy sort of way, but if we were to, you know, recreate Scourge wholesale within the context of modern Sonic, I would think it's worth hitting the same general beats. Because that's what made Scourge interesting was his own perception of his placement within the multiverse. Yeah. The fact that he was derivative. I think losing that aspect loses a lot of what Scourge is. If Scourge is not the evil Sonic, it it's not Scourge. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right, here's one from Zach D. Hey, Ian, I've been reading the Dynamite Darkwing Duck comics, and I have to know, how would a crossover between Darkwing Duck and Sonic the Hedgehog go? I don't know if you have enough page space for that much snark. <laughs> who Tails can, being just... Who can out-snark Tails who? Just, <laughs> Tails being absolutely offended by launch pads flying. <laughs> Uh, it's a nice plane there, the tornado. Can I give it a spin? Absolutely not. <laughs> Only Tails is allowed to crash it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, it's been so long since I actually picked up and read it, but uh, that'd be fun. Emphasis on the fun. Like, have fun with the more kind of slapsticky action pieces play into the humor more don't be too dramatic maybe have your big actual villainous moment between taurus bulba and eggman but beyond that keep it lightly fair yeah yeah it would be fun though it would be super fun i would love it and here's the super chat from scruffy matt it's the ultimate imposter battle. Mimic the octopus versus a D&D mimic who prevails. And you know what? Throw in an Among Us imposter, too. Uh, mimic very, the octopus. It's very sus. Mimic the octopus because he's a professional. <laughs> he, he sees through the disguises. He's not going to blindly open that treasure chest or sit at that table. He knows, he knows the tricks of the trade. He'll figure it out. Yeah, and really, if there's only three of them in the room, the the Among Us guys gotta be the imposter. Yeah, process of elimination. First, if it's just down to the two of them, the Among Us guy wins by default. Isn't that the rules of the game? Hmm. 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 <laughs> Mimic vents the table all too easy, and the Among Us guy just slurps him in the back. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, 
we are at uh, over 50 standard questions. So we're going to have to cut it off here for the standard questions. Sorry about that. We're only like 10 minutes in, but I know we only ever have time to get to like maybe 20, 25 of those. So uh, I'm being asked another question. Hold on. Clarifying question, Kyle. Yes. Uh, anything before you called it is okay. fine. Yeah. All right. So just keep going. But yeah, you guys have tons and tons of questions. I know it's only been like 10 minutes since we started. So, uh, but thank you. Thank you so much for your support where the super chats will remain open and we'll get to as many of those as we can. Uh, if you ask more than one super chat, they will be bumped over into either a future episode or uh, we will maybe, if we have time today, get to them. But either way, your your first super chat is getting priority, and the rest will be rolling over into uh, our regular priority question queue. So, without further ado, let's keep on going. This one from Lord Van Oscaro. How would you see a Neo? How would you see a Neo Tales doll boss fight go? Would it be a straight-up fight, or would Tails be trying to run away or stay out of his sight like the Scarecrow segments in the Batman Arkham series? Uh, that's kind of fun. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I think the fun of Spooky Tails doll is that it itself is not necessarily overtly threatening or dangerous. It's what it does to the environment. So whether it is a escape from the hazards... Scarecrow style, like you said, or Tails doll is like at the center of whatever it's summoning up, whether it's controlling a robot or uh, activating level hazards that you can actively fight back against. Kind of like, kind of like infinite, I guess with him conjuring up the various things in his boss fights, maybe something akin to that. Oh, Lord. Now you got me thinking of a Tails doll with a tiny phantom ruby on the end of his little angler doodle. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. That's yes. That's horrifying. Yes, Kyle. Yes. Oh, no. Are you going to pitch this? Please pitch this. <laughs> this one says I have to save it to the end. So yep, I'm not going to do that one. <laughs> All right, here's this one from Astrono. In a previous Bumblecast, you described a hypothetical where Blaze gained a superform with Chaos Emeralds. On that tangent, what would a Soul Emerald superform for Sonic be like? Scorching Sonic. Burning blue, baby. He's like a pilot light. <laughs> He's on fire. Literally. Like the, the, the quills kind of stand up supersonic-ish, but it's like they're billowing flame. He's constantly on blue fire. Like his base blue color is now the light source of his body. It's mm -hmm, it'd mm -hmm. be sick. I'd love it. That would be pretty rad. Here's one from Oscar of the Bearcat. Amy finds evidence to suggest Silver is her descendant, though Silver is unaware of both her discovery and his own heritage. 
How does their dynamic change now that the ancestor knows while the descendant while the descendant doesn't? Uh initially she's gonna be a little awkward, fumbly, because she's thinking she's concentrating so hard about not spilling the tea that that's all she can think about. But <laughs> You know, given enough time, and if we're going to assume Silver is aloof enough, then it just kind of wears out its welcome. It doesn't become a big thing anymore in her mind, and they just keep getting along as they always do. Yeah. All right. That works. Here's one from Fox Guy. Oh, no. Amanda Waller Amanda Waller has captured Team Hooligan to join Task Force X. How well do they do, and do they betray her? <laughs> I'm just imagining scarfs. I mean, Bark's scarf has become the collar. Like he's got a detonation collar that is shaped to look like his scarf. Everyone else has got you know your generic sci-fi detonation collar, but his is specifically designed to look like his scarf. And he can't tell if he's like flattered by the attention to detail or if he hates it more. Uh, Fang is indignant that anyone is telling him what to do and how to do it, but he also doesn't want to get blown up, so he'll work along with her for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every now and again, he's got like a little dentist mirror out, and he's trying to look at the circuitry, going, "Could I do that? Can I finagle this? Can I touch this? If I actually touch it, it's going to explode. So I need to make sure I do this right the first time." And meanwhile, Bean has this existential crisis of, "I can be all whoops." Sorry, Mike Stan started to escape. Come back, Mike. You need that. Uh, Bean's like, I could be everything I wanted to be, but it would be very brief. (laughs) To explode or not to explode? That is the question. Is that an incendiary device before me? (laughs) Doesn't Bean explode himself on a regular basis? Yes, but not permanently. And there, there is the key qualifier. How, how, how does he do it permanently if, if he always manages to come back from it? He's a professional, Kyle. Would it make any difference if he exploded in any well, other he's fashion? Worked, he's never worked with anybody else's tech before, so he doesn't know. Oh. I think he would just get blown up. He would It would blow up and he'd just, no one would even notice. <laughs> it's like he, he nothing changes. He's just he's fine. I think that's funny. If, <laughs> if we want to pull up like his broken power set in the art old Archieverse, he can control any explosive. So yeah. he would just be able to disarm the collars. But that's the easy way out. Yeah, I know. You think you'd think Waller would account for that though, to be fair. Well, Waller likes to play with fire a lot, don't she? I mean, yeah. <laughs> she... I can handle this, she said for the third time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I have control of the situation for now. <laughs> for the moment. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's do one last super chat for a bit. From Scurvy Pirate Dog. In the 30th anniversary comic, Tails complained that Eggman only made a Tails doll and not a cool metal Tails. How does Tails react to the fact that Eggman listened to him and made a metal Tails in Sonic Superstars? 
man, I hope we get a chance to do a callback joke with that. Mm-hmm. So that Tails is like actually enamored, like, oh my gosh, it looks so cool. And then Metal Tails just like swats him out of the air and is really trying to kill him. He's like, I take it back, I take it back, give back the doll, give back the doll. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, stop. <laughs> and that's all you really need for it. I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into some uh, regular chat questions, starting with this one from Kater Station. In Brazil and other countries, we have some problems in the game's localizations. Rings, for example, are kept as rings instead of the actual translations of the word. Is there any reason for that? I have no idea. I am not uh, part of that process. I think they just keep it that they kept it that way because they didn't want to do the translation. Uh, when they did the localization for Sonic games way back then, mm. so yeah, I'm guessing it was like a quick and dirty localization where they didn't actually change anything. So if we're talking like the Genesis era, at least Mega Drive, whatever then uh, I think that would be the reason why. And they've probably just kept it that way ever since, just out of tradition, maybe? I don't know. It also might be a marketing thing. Yeah. Where rings being used as a you know, proper noun. It's not just rings as, you know, any old-fashioned ring, but these are sonic rings, and therefore they have to... I don't know. That That's a guess, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm being told that superstars translated the word rings. So Okay. Well hmm. interesting. Different standards for different games over the years? I don't know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Strange. Here's one from Murderside six two six. I previously asked how you would adapt Nagus into the games, to which you answered with the idea of reimagining him as a Zeddy. Now I want to know how you would adapt him into the classic style games. <laughs> uh, that is trickier. Yeah, because technically Zeddy should exist in the classic era because they're extremely long lived. But Sonic's first encounter with them is in Lost World, so he can't encounter a Zeddy during the classic era. So... Classic's a little more loosey silly, so shoot, maybe do the Archie route and just make him a troll wizard. You know, that keeps his ugly mug that gives him the tail still. Keeps the design basically intact. Um maybe not necessarily relate him to Wendy this time around, or Witchcart, I guess, because that's her technical name. Uh, or maybe just drop the inhuman aspect and just make him a wizard. Like, dial back some of the crazier stuff in this design and just make him some crazy old man. I'd miss the horn in the ears, though. Come yeah, on, no, you need that. You need that. Maybe he's the first encounter with a Zeddy, because, I mean, technically, classic Sonic would have met the Zeddy, right? No, he Sonic doesn't it. meet any until Lost World. Oh, right. Enforces, I guess. buddy. 
does he fight any of the Zedian forces? I thought he fought. Uh... Maybe in the big climactic battle. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> huh. Really, really wrote it, wrote everything into a corner with that one, huh? <laughs> yeah, huh? Wheel out the plot, Spackle. Uh, I got one to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to need a little more than Spackle. You need something stronger than that. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to look at Lost World again, but it may. you might be able to argue that you know, Sonic is just meeting the Deadly Six for the first time. He doesn't mm. know who they are. He just doesn't comment on the fact that it's Zeddy. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm. Don't worry about it too much. Repeat to yourself, it's just a video game franchise. You should really just relax. You really, really should just relax. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Here's one from Zizm TG. Of all Mega Man characters, you basically never got to write base. But can you talk about him for a second? Opinions about him, plans, etc. Base, I didn't do as much deep dive research into as the others because we had so much time before we got to him. Like my focus was on rock and roll and blues and what was going on up till four. So I figured once we started getting closer to what was the end? Seven? The seven is debut? Or was it eight? Seven. Seven. Yeah, all right. Seven and eight kind of blur together for me. Uh then I figured, okay, now I'll sit down and really, really make sense of it. With worlds uh collide, it's like, well, we're already taking like post nine base that that character arc is done just where is he there i can you know use that when getting into him like full on that would have been more of a challenge like because how he presents himself in seven is very different from everything after that and rationalizing why he would even bother with the uh subterfuge like maybe he thought it was funny that he was pulling one over on Mega Man, and then once the cat was out of the bag, or the tango, <laughs> then he's just like over it. Also, he's also been beaten at least once, so now his pride's on the line. There's also the bit where Duo says that there is some good in him, and finding that to begin with, and then seeing where it goes would be interesting. But it's not something I can really like spell out here because I I would need to refresh myself anyway and get really deep down to him. But he would have required a lot of time and attention and thought. Mm-hmm. He is one of the biggest late classic characters. He he would need proper respect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here's one from Maluna Madness. Hey, Ian and Kyle, time for a random alternate universe question. What if Sonic and Lanolin switched roles? Let's assume they keep their personalities. How much different would things be like? So, an extremely reserved, measured, and calculated Sonic, basically. Hmm, yeah. 
that's kind of terrifying. <laughs> Someone with all the speed and the power of Sonic who knows how to apply it tactically. So Blaze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only Blaze is, you know, she carries a certain dignity about her. She acts when she must because it is for the good of all. She ha- it's. I feel like it's a very fine line. Lanolin is more, she wants to gain control of what she perceives as a chaotic situation. Okay. Everyone has, is just taking everything in stride and they really shouldn't. Is nobody stepping back and looking at all this madness, the giant robots, the elder gods, you know, entire plagues and not freaking out? Why is nobody freaking out? <laughs> Why is there no plan? Come on, guys. <laughs> So uh, that would be, you know, Lanel and Sonic is stepping in and using that power with precision rather than constantly traveling, doing your own thing and you know, showing up whenever it's convenient slash you happen upon disaster. Whereas a Lanolin styled Sonic would just kind of be super chill and okay with the fact that he doesn't have superpowers. You know, like, huh, things are getting crazy. There's a giant robot over there. It's being powered by an elder god. Wild, man. Thankfully, Lennon's <laughs> there to spin dash it. <laughs> Good thing. Good thing. <laughs> yeah, so proactively help those who are fleeing from the fire and the rubble, but... You know, once it's all said and done and the Elder God is sealed back into the Dark Rift and the machine's broken and Eggman's cursing that darn lamb. There's not going, nice job, that was cool. And she's like, I am so freaking frazzled. <laughs> she's had too much. It's, it's, it's all too much. I, li- I like it. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> I like that idea. Miles, why am I standing on top of the plane? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. She calls him Miles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Tails hates it. Thanks, I hate it. Tails really is hating everything on this episode, isn't he? (laughs) He just can't win. Uh, there's something I saw and I'm completely like I think it's lost and I have completely forgotten it. But it was uh Oh, I had something. Oh well, it's fine. Let's move on. Here's this one from Vexer. Do you have any future plans for Zeti in the comics, or does Sega have any plans for them in the games? I like them and want to know more of them in terms of lore and history. I don't have any plan anything planned right now and i am not aware of anything that sega's doing so there's that but you know i don't speak for idw or any everybody involved and i don't know everything sega's doing at any given time so there's a chance there's always a chance all right here's one from super shark bait 
Have you seen Prehistoric Planet? If you have, what are your thoughts on it? If you have not, I would highly recommend it. I do not know what that is. I am not 100% sure myself. Is it Let's a see what Google says real movie? Quick. It is. It seems to be maybe a TV show, a nature documentary. Within the last two years. Narrated by David Attenborough. Okay. No, but... Okay, I, I know. Want... Okay, I do know what this is. Yeah. I've not seen it, though. Like a spiritual successor to uh, Walking with Dinosaurs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I mean, come on now. Dinosaurs and David Attenborough? <laughs> narrating <laughs> with such a palm and charm the life of these ancient marvels i all over it absolutely i just i don't have apple tv or time mm. or time tv or apple time <laughs> banana cat has a question how would mimic react to being haunted by the ghosts of the diamond cutters no matter where he goes or what form he takes they'll always find him annoyance until he figures out how to kill a ghost and he will then figure it out mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right let's switch over to some super chats here's one from the might of Gebera. are the arabian knights the stories in Sonic and the Secret Rings really worlds of endless adventures, as Sonic said in the cutscenes of the game. They're, they're fictional stories within a fictional story. So they could I, be whatever. I am inclined to believe Sonic's being a little poetic there, but that's the magic of storytelling in general. Yeah. Frost K9 has a question. Boom Knuckles comes upon an abandoned baby basket with a tag referring to the child as kneecaps. Can he take care of the little guy? Does Knuckles get eerily suspicious of the lone baby echidna? <laughs> well, at first he's confused because clearly it's more than just kneecaps. There's a whole darn baby in this basket. It's in his leg <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amy's but... like, Knuckles, honey, you, you realize your name, right? <laughs> Yeah, but in that case, are you made out of Amy's? What's an Amy? <laughs> Can I find another Amy? Wait, are you really a plant? And Amy's just like, drop it. <laughs> are you a rose? Which Sticks has to dive and grab the basket because Amy didn't mean drop the basket, Knuckles. Oh, boy. <laughs> and <sighs> I guess we'd have a lot of a retread of Evan's episode with Knuckles attempting to raise the baby, but there would be a certain degree of personal pride in it. It's not just any baby. It's an echidna baby. And he's <laughs> going to take care of it, and he's going to raise it, and it's going to be his own son, nephew, cousin. How does this work? How does basket lineage tie into everything? <laughs> don't, uh, don't blend the baby, Knuckles. <laughs> Try that last time. Oh, come on. Kneecaps is lame. Blender the echidna sounds way better. Knuckles, don't. Frappe? No. No. Smoothie. Stop. 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 (laughs) 
All right, here's one from Zaylock. How lame is the Antiverse Bean? Would he be the most wet blanket, bland, and boring, boring character to ever exist in Sonic <laughs> history? <laughs> I think boring. he would go so hard into the straight man routine that he would be hilarious. <laughs> like this absolute singularity towards anything humorous or uncouth. Just so absolute straight edge, straight laced that it itself is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and you know what? You can see it. I'm just going to take your wording and say, instead of bombs, he throws wet blankets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, here's one from Hedge. So about the other tribes of the ancients, do you think this is why Chaos transformed how he did? Chaos 5 as a giant wyvern would have been dope. <laughs> yeah, it would have. But uh, I don't know. Alrighty. Here's one from Heroes Squad. When does the Halloween special take place? Uh, I'm assuming Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I think they mean in relation to like the other comics and the other stories. <laughs> well, after all the stories that happened before Halloween, but before all the stories that happened after Halloween. Okay. <laughs> smart ass look you're not going to get a day-by-day -day timeline of events that's not happening don't ask these kinds of questions you're never going to get a good answer <laughs> well i mean it, i guess it was worth a shot like everything that has happened since sonic adventure to now has happened when within the space of like a year and a half maybe D don't don't try i don't apply i i Ian, I don't like it. Why are you? Why are you doing this? <laughs> I ain't doing but anything. the lore, the lore—it's yeah. so—it's important. The lore is important, Ian. It is, but it also is what it is. Uh, 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 all right, all right. Don't complain. The cheeseburger isn't a filet mignon. <laughs> Maybe I will. You can't stop me. Geo Knuckles has a question. In Tales Tube number six, Knuckles Chaotix is confirmed canon in the classic timeline, but classic Chaotix is still not allowed to return? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a thing. Here's one from Vixers. Sonic vs. Surge. Sonic walks away victoriously and electric guitar starts playing. What happens once he realizes it's Surge's new theme, ACDC, Thunderstruck, and is about to get hit with a steel chair? <laughs> you know, after he recovers from said bludgeoning, he's like, all right, round two. And there goes round two. <laughs> now it's time to fight again. Sonic should be happy. <laughs> here's one from spoiler 1001 
Does Sonic just not have sharper fangs like Knuckles and Shadow do? Is magic needed to elongate them? <laughs> uh, has Shadow really showed off the fangities? I don't know. He must have if they're bringing it up. Yeah, I can't think of it. Knuckles, absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. Shadow, I can't yeah. immediately think of it. But regardless, uh, no, I guess because Sonic is a good boy, he doesn't get the fangities. Knuckles and Shadow, they're the rough boys. They get the fangities. Not fangs. That's something else. Fangities are something. No, fangities are that's the official, a, exact, scientific term. That's a jerboa. Fang is a jerboa. <sighs> that's a different thing. Walked right into that one. Mm-hmm. Like a bird into a clean window. <laughs> what do you want from me, Ian? What do you want questions. from me? Well, I want questions. Why? Why do you want so many questions, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> we got to fill this two-hour time slot somehow. Okay. Feed me, Seymour. Okay. <laughs> All right, Superintendent Chalmers, I will feed you. <laughs> Here's one from OzJam. Greetings to thee on the way to Halloween of ghosts and ghouls. Which Sonic spook kind of rules? A King Boo who hails, or a doll of the Double Tails? Bravo. I know. It's impressive. I'm like, where's uh, this going? <laughs> I don't know. They they each achieve different frights. You know, King Boom Boo lurking in the dark and melding with shadows and commanding an army of ghosts and trolling you in that one racetrack. You know, he's kind of delightfully evil, just cackling as he spits fire. That's fun. <laughs> Tails doll is the much more sublime and subtle, like, creepy pasta, And I appreciate that, too. I love the fact that the recent uh, post by the Japanese social media kind of leaned into it, too. Like, mm-hmm. Not super hard, but that, that was a creepy Tails doll right before Halloween. That had to have been intentional. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. (laughs) All right. Here's one from Brett F. With the DLC expansion coming out soon, do you plan on going back to Tales of Arise? (sighs) No. I know Ali is still kind of interested in it, but I ultimately walked away from Arise going... Eh. Like I, I appreciated the just straight up, no strings attached, wholesome, happy ending. Like, especially given when it came out, that was just such a cathartic moment. It's like, thank you. It's just happy. Good. I like that. But overall, I I didn't really like it as a Tales game. There were some characters to be sure, but I don't know. It it didn't stick with me like the others did. I am not chomping at the bit to return to that one. Mm-hmm. Arise, tales, tales of arise. <laughs> so every, every time I see that, I, I think that it's like it's a it's a real problem, Ian. My brain is I know. like my brain is just broken. 
like but you're broken in all the fun ways completely and utterly just busted just ruined forever Uh, it's my curse this is my curse (laughs) to read questions all right here's one from pedanticat boom time it's far in the future of sonic boom with sonic and amy deciding to go out on a date tonight however they need someone to babysit their kid with all of their friends being too busy, Eggman ends up being the babysitter. How do things play out from there? You ever seen Home Alone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Except it's really Eggman's own fault because it's his own defensive measures in his own base. I mean, yeah. It's just the kids setting them off against their own master. Why did he even install that one? <laughs> that wasn't very smart. <laughs> Orbot, turn off the robot dogs. Cubot, turn off the robo bees. Both of you, turn off the robot dogs and shoot robot bees out of their mouths when they bark. Turn them all off. Turn them all off. Oh no! Oh, terrifying. That is scary as Hackian. You've done it. <laughs> Uh, yes. All right, let's do some standard questions for a bit. Here's this one from Uncle Benus's Media Reviews. I waited until after update three. No spoilers, by the way. So now I finally get to ask this. Are the ancients the true Nermies? Would their language thus be called Nermies? Bravo for you for waiting that long to make that joke. That is, you've been waiting a very long time to do that. That is, wow. Your patience. You're very patient. Here's one from Orange Blues. You've said that the Knuckles versus Nocturnus clan conflict seems unbalanced because of Nocturnus tech. But isn't it possible that every warrior of the Knuckles clan is as powerful as Knuckles is? Potentially? But you can't punch something that shoots you at a hundred feet. We'll never know. I mean, really that and the Nocturnus had, you know, a whole fleet of Gizoids that seemed more powerful than general uh, Emerald out of the gate. So, you know, I, I feel like they would have steamrolled, they would have paved over the tribal lands. <laughs> oh boy. That's 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 weird. Shonen Boys has a question. Hey Ian, if Mega Man had the powers of Ryu, Knights, Okamis, Amaterasu, and Phoenix Wright, what would he look like? Actual physical changes, not just a color swap. Also, early happy Halloween, Ian and Kay. Thank you. Thank you for calling me Kay. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, I know you just ran out of room. <laughs> Ah, gosh. Okay. Mega Man with physical changes, I guess kind of like Mega Man 11-ish? I suppose. All right. With, from Ryu, um, he gets an awesome hologram headband. And that, and that, maybe that ink effect, you know? I like that ink effect. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. Uh... Knight's vest, so that the jester horns are not interfering with that glorious headband. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the f- floating disc, I forget what it's called, behind Amaterasu's back. And who else on the list? Uh, it was Phoenix Wright. That was the last one? Yeah. Okay. That one, you're wondering, well, where's the Phoenix Wright representation until you beat, beat the game? And then he takes his helmet off, and whoop, there goes the <laughs> Phoenix hair. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Yes. All right. Here's one from Hero Squad. Do the superstars bosses have names besides Black Dragon and his trips? Spoilers. I would I would assume they do. I don't know what they are off the top of my head. All right. Is Trip's super form called Dragon Trip, according to the game? It says about her having dragon form. Also, is Trip is dragon? I don't know. You didn't write that? No. Nope. All right. Here's one from Anime Lover 3819. With how much physical affection she gave Blaze in recent Olympic Games and blushy she was when thinking and talking about Blaze in the Sonic Channel comic, Burning Beauty, is Amy meant to be by? If that's how you want to read it, I ain't going to correct you. Why not? <laughs> Michael, eight. I oh. I believe the implication is that she is just very happy and passionate, but you know, I I do not endorse ships. I just wave from the shore, sail them off to the horizon as much as you want. Well, maybe she just likes her friends and they amaze her. Amaze, amaze. Michael H. Maybe she's maybe she's polyamorous. Ah! I see what you did there. Oh, got him. Michael H. has a question. Through time shenanigans, how would current Amy and Sonic to past Sonic battle Amy fawning over current Sonic? Oh, this is weird. Weirdly phrased, but... Yeah, I kind of lost the thread there. So, through time shenanigans... All yeah. right, so we have a bit of time travel... How would modern Sonic? How would current Amy and Sonic? Okay, modern Amy. Uh huh. To past Sonic battle Amy fawning over current Sonic. So Sonic battle to past Sonic battle Amy. Oh, okay. Like Amy from Sonic Battle. Okay. I think I understand what they mean. Yeah. Now I got it. So. How did the modern incarnations fight off crazy Sonic battle style Amy for being too clingy? Yeah. Uh, Amy would be chagrined and tried to talk her down going, look, we're better than this. Please don't remind me of this era of my life. And battle Amy is like, well, clearly you've given up. You don't actually love him as much as I do. We're the same person. And then they fight. <laughs> oh, boy. Of course they fight. And then they knock Battle Amy back through the time portal to where she's supposed to be, and Amy's like, I can't believe I just... And Sonic's like, it's okay. We've all been through our moments. And she's like, when were you through a moment? And he's like, well, I'm perfect. And she hits him with a hammer. <laughs> when were you through a moment? When were you through a moment? Yeah, Sonic would be like, remember back in like 2006? That was a little bit of a moment there. 
Anyway, happy times. Zero the question. Superstars Battle Mode gave us Metal Amy, Tails, and Trip. Are these Metal Fighters considered official characters like Metal Sonic and Metal Knuckles and usable in stories like the comics? God, I hope so. We've waited so long for these guys. I, I want them to be on the table, but that remains to be seen. Here's a, That would be a great thing. I would like to see it. All right, here's one from Syed C. How would Boom Sonic and X fight Sonic Man and Mega Man from Worlds Unite? You go if it was included in the plot. How would Boom okay. Sonic and X fighting Sonic Man and Mega Man from Worlds Unite go if it was included in the plot? Okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, ba-bum, bum, bum, bum. My bad. Let's see. I'm sure we would have to have a line in there where Boom Sonic is questioning the logic of Mega Man. <laughs> it's like, who thought that was a good pun? Really? Like it doesn't. It barely flows off the tongue. I get what you're going for, but come on. Meanwhile, you know, lasers are shooting and flying and whatever. And uh, X, he's fine with it. I mean, he's fought so many mavericks that are animal themed at this point. Sonic Man's par for the course. Yeah, pretty much. Here's one from Bone Needle. Sonic is very durable in Frontiers, like when he gets smashed through two stone towers and survives with no injuries. How durable do you prefer Sonic to be? Uh, Was he just regular Sonic then? I guess so. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, the dude also kind of was in low Earth orbit and fell down. <laughs> and was fine without asphyxiating or burning up in reentry or anything. Unless you fall off the rails in SA2, then you burn up real crispy. So, pfft. I don't know. I, I feel like the... He wasn't completely unscathed. I mean, he was knocked out for a little bit, so that's something. But I wouldn't want to push that envelope too far. He's a weird, noodly-limbed, funky, vaguely animal-esque creature. I think him being able to survive being flung through multiple towers is, like, the least of the physics problems you could come up with. <laughs> I mean, he also runs at mock speed and shatters steel with his face, so... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Sonic does what he wants. You can't stop him. <laughs> All right. Let's switch over to some more Super Chats. Here's this one from Joe M. I know it's for gameplay purposes, but are the non-Sonic characters also supposed to have super speed to some degree? Uh, that's how I interpret it. That they are incredibly swift compared to your average person. But they are not nearly Sonic's speed within terms of, like, narrative. Yeah. Yeah. It just fast happen enough to follow. It just happens that all of Sonic's friends are real fast. Just not as fast as him. But, like, every single one of them. 
convenient that he cultivates his friends like that. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> does that on purpose, does he? Yeah. Weird. You have something to prove, Hedgehog? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Metamode has a question. Chocola ate the butter, didn't they? You can't prove that. <laughs> Even if he did, he's going to have a tummy ache later. So, you know, he's his own worst enemy. He'll receive his own punishment, won't you, buddy? Mm-hmm. What are that you? bow tie's going a little tight now. What are you? What are you? A cop meta mode? <laughs> <laughs> Wayfarer has a question. Given that Gun has a presence in Soliana, is it part of the United Federation? What about Monopole and the Unleashed Towns? Grand Metropolis. I would assume so. Must be. Maybe. I don't know, though. Maybe we'll find out someday. Going back to the previous question, if he did eat the butter, would that make it cocoa butter? <laughs> Sure. Who's asking? What are you, a cop? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Consume butter. DDR Master M has a question. Halloween special body swap. Blazing Bean, what could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Mm. This is almost akin to the sonic lanolin thing because you would have a blaze the dynamite (laughs) who has extremely precise control over her explosives like she's going to use the exact amount of force necessary for any given situation whereas you have being the cat setting everything on fire he's just running around like a roman candle non-stop Yeah, that's terrifying. I don't know if I want Bean to have that much power. That's too much power for one dynamite. It's too much. Normal person has a question. On this episode of New Whisper Weapons, she is given the Blades of Chaos. How good is she spinning around those fiery fiery blades of the underworld? I think she needs some practice. I mean, the weight of those things has got to be really wonky, and she's more used to you know ranged attacks. Uh, sure, she can use the hammer well enough, but that wasn't her default weapon to begin with, and that's more of a something's gone wrong. They've gotten in close. Mm-hmm. One swing is the solution. So, but she's she's dedicated. She'd put the time into it. She'd learn how to swing them around, and once she got a handle on it, you know, she may not be as Slicey dicey as Kratos, but she'd get the job done. <laughs> she does what she needs to. She knows how. Here's one from Silver Soul. Since Spider Man 2 just came out, I'm wondering how Sonic with the symbiote would go. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. I feel like we just did this on a Bumblecast a few months we ago. Really did, I think so, yeah. Um don't remember exactly what we said there, but I think Sonic would be strong-willed enough to not be corrupted by the symbiote's uh, will. For a bit, you would have them working together, and you know you've got Sonic able to like 
tether swing into a spin dash and just enhances already incredible strength. But once the goo monster tries to noodle its way into his brain, he's like, mm, no, don't like this. going to stop it. And he runs fast enough to create a sonic boom, blows the whole thing off its body. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Eventually it'd be like a gone. <laughs> and then that's where the passing bean, the cat comes by and flambes it. So there you go. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm being told, boo, boring. Let Sonic be big meanie. <laughs> I mean, come on, even the Chaos Emerald corruption couldn't get to him. He just became a werewolf instead. A werehog. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if you want someone to kind of give in to the darker tendencies and maybe, you know, goo monster out of it, give it to Shadow. Let him have a werehog form for a bit. That's too obvious. And it looks sick as hell. What do you want? I mean, yeah. It would, but Shadow gets enough. He don't deserve it. <laughs> he's a, he's already had too much as it is. <laughs> All right, here's one from JCR1216. Let's say Mario and Tails team up for the day. What type of adventure would you see them go on, and what would Luigi and Sonic do for an adventure? <laughs> well, Mario and Tails, they're off to save the princess, because that's what Mario do. Or, I guess Peach has been more active lately. It's just Bowser stealing things. Yeah, Bowser's just a thief, really. He's just a petty thief. <laughs> well, regardless, he Bowser's causing chicanery, so they're off to stop it, and you know, they both swiftly move across the countryside and Mario's got a couple of jumps and then Tails carries him even higher and they're, you know, pretty compatible and effective duo. I think it would work pretty well, actually. Yeah, they'd synergize very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic and Luigi, we're assuming they haven't heard the call to adventure just yet. They're perfectly happy chilling out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sonic's raiding <laughs> Sonic's raiding Mario's fridge. You know, putting up his feet on his couch. <laughs> hanging out, having a good time. <laughs> then hey. they hear about Bowser's problems, like, ah. Uh, should probably handle that. And then Sonic goes racing off and Luigi's like, Wait for me. Sonic <laughs> <laughs> He'd need his cart to keep up. So it's a whole bonus stage of Luigi running through a completed level. All the blocks have been hit. The flagpole's been knocked over. <laughs> no enemies. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Various Koopa castles are already rubble in the ground. <laughs> Poor Luigi. He gets he gets nothing. He's like, oh, man, I missed it all. Get to the final screen and Daisy and Sonic look like, where were you? And he's like, (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) shut up, Sonic. You know what you did. All right. Here's a question from Quazzle J. How would Quick Man react to Speed Gear Mega Man? Amused. I f- yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that's cute. You're almost as fast to me, and you need a special unstable upgrade. Mm. Well, you tried. <laughs> Stick to your lane, kid. Mm-hmm, pretty much. All right, here's one from Tempo. Under which one? That one over there. Look, over there, a distraction. What? Where? I don't see it. I will stare in this direction until I do. Over there. I hope nothing untoward happens while I'm distracted. <laughs> this one from Damien B. Could Scourge be reimagined as an evil Sonic clone? Yeah. If you want to drop the multidimensional thing and just make him a vat baby, mm-hmm. that still keeps the underlying essence of he is a copy. He is a knockoff. He is a derivative of the source material. So yeah, 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 it could work. Yeah. All right. Here's from here's one from Alice Ness. Fairly new to the Bumblecast in the comics, but familiar with them since 2021. What inspired your takes on bark, bean, and honey? Thank you. Uh, well, thank you. Honey was inspired by what little background info there was on her, what little profile info I could find, and somewhat informed by the character she was inspired by, which was Candy out of uh, Fighting, Fighting Vipers. Vipers. I almost said Virtual Fighter, and it's like, yep, 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 Yeah, I know. It's a common mistake, but nope, she's from Fighting Vipers. And just to, you know, kind of give us something different in terms of female characters, someone who is you know, vivacious and out there and punchy, which was different from Amy at the time. Uh, Being very much inspired by his gameplay in Sonic the Fighters, where he's just zany. Like, he is having a grand old time blowing people up and pecking them in the face and just leaping into headbutts. Zany. And listen to his theme music and Dynamite Plant. It just, he's a cartoon character. Run with it. Mm -hmm. And because he and Bark were both, you know, very obscure from the same title, I kind of conflated them as together. If you're going to bring one in, bring in the other. And this was before a lot of the material about Bark. Well, what little material there was of Bark Uh was readily available in English, or at least on my side of the world. So if you're going to have Bean be all the way over here, in terms of characterization, then the best thing to do is make Bark the counterpoint. If Bean is fourth wall breaky, quippy, quirky, Looney Tunes, then Bark being the stoic, silent one, it's just great in terms of juxtaposition. (laughs) And then you have Fang in the middle trying to wrangle some sense into him. I mean, just the two of them by themselves are kind of a Jay and Silent Bob thing, but once Fang gets into the mix, it's three Stooges. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It makes them polar opposites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that joke was dynamite. Thanks, chat. Ducks. No originality as a question. Eggman is used to be constantly spared by Sonic, but does he think that he's untouchable? 
Is he aware that Omega, Shadow, Surge, and Whisper all put him out of commission whenever chance they get? Oh, yeah. He's aware of it. And I don't think he ever, like, dwells on his mortality, but he isn't blind to the fact that there are people actively gunning for him. So once he conquers the world in one big sweeping stroke, then that takes care of everything. Don't you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here's one from smash zapper 85 shadow goes undercover. How does that go? <laughs> Poorly. <laughs> I mean, he stands out like a sore dis- thumb. Yeah. He's kind of distinctive and, he has like zero poker face. He isn't very good at acting outside of his own motives and ambitions. I don't see him being very good going undercover. <laughs> Ironic that he's named Shadow and he's very, very dark, but he stands out like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Here's one from Molo Turbo. We know that Null Space is a pocket dimension by the Phantom Ruby, but do all the prototypes slash infinites have their own version of it, or are they just opening portals to the same place? This is assuming that it's maintained. Once Sonic exited it, it may have whooped out of existence. Or once the prototypes were destroyed and whatever happened to Infinite happened, maybe they all canceled out. Hmm, maybe. Or... If the Phantom Ruby is Gonski, wherever it is, you know, there's no means of accessing it, so it might just be gone, you know, lost to the void, so to speak. Yeah. Not the void from Sadiam. I'm not making a reference. <laughs> no! Oh, there's too many bloody pocket Ian, dimensions in this franchise. <laughs> Ian, you can't say anything, can you? No. <laughs> Without somebody no, thinking, oh my gosh, he's doing the thing, or... Oh, no, I hate that guy. Look at what he's doing. <laughs> Look at how he ruined Sonic today. It's like <laughs> Sideshow Bob in a field of rakes. Fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh. I'm sorry. All right, let's switch over to some standard questions. And this one from Leon D. Sonic is sucked into Beetlejuice, the movie or the musical, whichever you're more comfortable with. Well, at least it's not the character. That would be really <laughs> awkward. How would this hypothetical uh, storybook game play out and which characters turn into furries? <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I, I've only seen the movie and I only saw it like once. I haven't seen it in so long. So, I, but I feel like it's like, great for riffing on i'm just poorly prepared for it <laughs> he sucked into beetlejuice you know the the celestial body <laughs> burnt to a crisp <laughs> i mean you've got to have at least one stage if we're t- treating this like a storybook you got to have at least one stage on saturn where he's running along those giant striped worms yeah 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 i mean lost world already kind of or was it forces both of them they kind of reference that i mean it's right there you got to do it yeah <laughs> and maybe beetlejuice is like his <laughs> shahara merlina companion or calibran i guess type companion who's just 
sticking with him the entire time, waiting him to waiting for him to say Beetlejuice that third time. I figured it would all be. Right, this could all be over. You just gotta say my name one more time. Come on. I, I figured it would be do Lydia, it. who's, do it, do it, do it. who's his companion character, but maybe not. I don't know. You can totally go back to your real world if you, you know, just uh, say my name. <laughs> and Sonic's like, I know that's going to be a bad thing. I'm not falling for it. But through various <laughs> afterlifey shenanigans, he finally has to do it for whatever reason. And then Beetlejuice becomes the final boss. Well, I mean. Yeah, he always is. <laughs> and then you have Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice singing with me as you fight him. <laughs> and he interrupts the song every time you hit him in the face going, Ow! What? Hey, come on, man. Be cool. <laughs> oh, he, was, he was so good in that role, though. I don't know how he did it. How could he be both Batman and Beetlejuice, Ian? How does this... <laughs> that man has... That man has range. <laughs> Michael Keaton is man. <laughs> All right, here's one from Alien Bros 438. Starline and Eclipse meet. How does it go? Can one manage to manipulate the other for their own purposes, or is it one-sided? Plus, the Dark Arms don't like Starline at all, I think. No, 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 no. They want to eat him on sight. And mm. Eclipse is like, oh, wait. <laughs> He's and delicious. Starline's, Starline's like, oh, I can use this. And they totally bro it up for a while, and Starline thinks he's got complete control over this crazy alien thing and his little ghastly minions until he's worn out his usefulness. And Eclipse says, all right, Shout time. And the Isekai adventures continue. <laughs> All right, here's one from Magnus D. Superstar spoilers. Is the dragon final boss a mutated sun gazer lizard, kind of like Chaos is a mutated Chow, or is it something else entirely? Also, it's Trip's favorite food. Hey, that's two questions. I don't know for either, but she seemed very happy with the apple. Amy Gaber? Yeah. Delicious. Oscar of the Bearcats. What is Jewel's ideal man? Rhino Beetle, Stag Beetle, Hercules, etc. <laughs> she just wants someone who shares her interests and is reliable. <laughs> hey, Jen, what happened to your question? You had one on here, didn't you? It's gone now. Anyway. Oh, you actually want to put that on? <laughs> Why not? Hi. Oscar of the Bearcat. Uh, nope, we just did that one. Sorry. Warriors Galaxy has a question. What do you think a dynamic between, between Surge and Infinite would be like? Oh, she would troll the hell out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's easy. He's an easy mark. So oh, easy. Absolutely. Like, for whatever reason, he can't just, like, banish her to null space. He needs her for whatever reason. But, oh, they... They hate each other. <laughs> she would bully the hell out of him, and I'm here for and it, honestly. she loves to hate him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> exceedingly dysfunctional but they both hate Sonic more and I guess that's the glue that binds them 
I suppose, but man, they really do. She really does just like just completely, completely just. Oh man, it's great. I love that. <laughs> What's with the mess? You find, couldn't find a traffic cone the right size? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Serge is going to give him the freaking biggest swirly. <laughs> ah, so you can create anything you think of, right? Ever try a personality? No! <laughs> nice. Nice, nice, nice. Infinite torment. <sighs> uh, so you got into one fight with Shadow and got scarred. I've been in multiple fights with Sonic, and uh, yeah, not a touch, not a scratch on me. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's not fair. She's got a healing factor. She ain't going to be fair. Come on now. I know. I know. <laughs> I know she's not going to be fair. <laughs> but man, he's, yeah, yeah, good stuff there. <laughs> All right, Ethan, Ethan, T, Ethan T has a question. In an alternate timeline where children's media turning gritty never went out of style, what would its version of Colors, Generations, Lost World, and Forces be like? I assume Frontiers is largely the same. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Colors. <laughs> uh, I guess we would drop Sweet Mountain entirely. Sonic Grayscale. Oh, um... The wisps wouldn't be as cute, or they would be. It's just in the energy extractors, you actively see them writhing in pain as they're depleted of their energy. Uh, Sonic and Tails don't share any jokes. They're all racing against the clock, against this evil amusement park. There's no levity to it. God, no. <laughs> Leave colors alone. This is what to, this, this is what people wanted want colors to be like now. Apparently, no, no, no. Absolutely. I think colors is fine the way it is. Like, I, it's, take your take your meta era crap and shove it. It's great. What else is on the list? Uh. Generations, Lost World, and Forces. Okay, Forces, Forces is already that. Forces is trying to be that while also trying to. It's got one foot in the. It's got a toe dipped in the dark part, but it's still trying to be also like colors, style, comedy. Like it's. Ah. Not terribly so. I feel like it, Forces would be more of a uh, s visual style change. Less bright colors and uh, more grittier textures. But story-wise, I think it's right there in that area. Lost World, I feel like, is the one more with a foot and indoor, outdoor. I guess that's true, yeah. You have... You know, the whole thing with Eggman beating down an ice wall and talking about feasting on dark hearts <laughs> and then Zamam hitting Sonic upside the head with a six foot long hoagie. You know, then he needs to find the mustard. Like it's mm. uh 
And again, that one would need like a total visual overhaul because Lost World is a visual treat. It's just gorgeous. And I really wish that visual style held on for more than one game. Like, I know this is not part of the question, but I, I feel like Lost World's core mechanics just needed a little different implementation, maybe a little tweaking, but it was a solid new direction. And I feel like abandoning it entirely was too hard of a course correction. It mm, That's such a pretty game. I love the badnik designs in Lost World. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The bounce, the color, the aesthetics of the whole thing, the way the worlds feel, the bounciness of the music. Just, oh, love it, love it, love it. There's lots of, there are lots of things to love about Lost World. Just not, you know. <laughs> it's not, anyway. It's not the game. <laughs> the, a gritty version of Generations? That wouldn't work. Because the whole point of it was to celebrate the whole 20 years of Sonic. Yeah, and the story itself is so light that you barely have anything to work with. Like, most (laughs) of it is freeing the characters going, huh, that was weird. And the Tails is going, that thing's eating time, we should stop it. Like, I don't know how you would do that. (laughs) Short of treating the whole desolation of time less passively (laughs) like having characters angst about it more but that's also there with colors don't touch it leave it alone it's it's it's, it's it's in the i don't want to make it the grim dark 90 thing it's the it's the same thing it's the same game except in the end both sonics hit the gritty together That's it. There's your grit. There's your gritty right there. Gritty generations. <laughs> Here's one from J Dub. How would a team up between Mighty Ray and Speedy go, and what would change if they were in Sonic Heroes instead of Team Chaotix? Uh, God, what, for what reason would they be teaming up with Speedy? Uh, <laughs> Because they need a they need a speedster they need a fast boy. Yes, but I mean, I guess Speedy Speedy's been left behind by the Armada, and he's trying to get back to them for whatever reason. And Mighty and Ray are like, "This is going to be a bad thing." But if we tag along and offer our quote unquote support, maybe we can nip this problem in the bud. So you'd have the three of them going on the adventure throughout Heroes. Uh, carving through badniks that have been left behind by the Armada. How does the Armada fit into this? I don't know. Maybe Neo Metal ate them. No, that's what the Flying Fleet is. Instead of the Egg Fleet, it's the the Battlebird Armada. Neo Metal took over that. There you go. Mm-hmm. There's your impetus. So Speedy's out to liberate his people. Mighty and Ray are off to stop a common enemy. Mutual respect is earned during the course of the trip. And then they fight the big old spooky metal dragon guy. Yep. He's very spooky. And then you get the supersonic fight and Speedy's like, Tails doesn't even get a super form. It's just a shield. And I was like, yeah, and look at the shield you don't have. And Speedy's like, shut up. (laughs) Hmm. All right. We got one here from Sonic High. 
Sticks has latched onto a brand new conspiracy that there are actually two worlds out there with the other populated with these so-called Who-mans. How does she convince <laughs> anyone of this claim? <laughs> you spend the entire episode with her coming up with various schemes and explanations and the characters just not buying it. We need some kind of fun B plot where uh, Eggman, the one clearly evident human is walking around in the background and nobody thinks to reference him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then finally sticks calls everyone in for a seminar and they sit down just to placate her. Okay. We're here. Prove it. And then sticks pulls a quick bait and switch and takes control of the camera and turns it into the fourth wall. And we see like live action <laughs> directors and people filming the set. That is Sonic boom there. Ha see him. Do you see him there? And then you cut back to everybody else and they just see a lovely ocean view. They see nothing. <laughs> I like that. There's live action. That's <laughs> all an actual like set. <laughs> but of course, you know, she's the only one who can tell. Because of course you can. Oh, uh, that's good stuff. <laughs> it's unfortunate that there will not be a Sonic Boom season. I don't know. What are we up to now? Seven, eight? <laughs> <laughs> How many people does she convince of this claim? That's what the question is, I think. Uh, well. Uh, probably nobody, but. She tries. Well, then if we're, it's a question of numbers, then the punchline is she gets the entire island in an uproar over the concept of these strange otherworldly beings and the main crew are like, it, it sticks. You know sticks. You know what she does. You know what she says. Why are you buying into this? Come on, guys. And again, we keep the subplot of Eggman just being in the background and nobody thinks to reference him. (laughs) All right, Ian, Uh, we got a little bit of a we got a little bit of a quiz for you. Jen is Uh giving you a quiz. Pop quiz. Uh oh. Oh, nope. Jen has to come over here herself and read this one to you because, you know, she's the teacher. So here we go. All right, Mr. Flynn. Undercooked chili dogs will make you say, gotta go fast on your way to the toilet. Recipes in Sonic the Hedgehog, the official cookbook, state that temperatures in both Fahrenheit and Celsius, written for an international audience, but when when you were measuring the chili... You splash some on the page, and it's covering the temperature you need. You're trying to cook in Celsius, but you can only read 100 degrees, 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Sorry about that. 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Convert to Celsius, or you'll be sorry. Is the answer A, 60 Celsius? B, 284 Celsius? C, 413 Celsius? Or D, negative 133 Celsius? Mr. Krause will help you out if you need any help. Nope, it's A. Ian says it's A. It is. Yep, (laughs) confirmed, it is A. (laughs) The other ones are outrageous. Like, why are they so far off? Uh, Doing it the wrong direction equation. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so if you actually did the math, those are possible answers you would get. 
just the wrong way. Okay. I see. You thought ahead. Very nice. <laughs> that, see, my cheat code for that is I know that 100 Celsius boils water, and I know it's 212 Fahrenheit. So if you have 100-something Fahrenheit, that is less than 212 by a significant number. Therefore, the Celsius has to be lower. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, if she wanted me to answer what the actual number was, like do that math, I would have been sunk. <laughs> well, in the original question, I don't think the multiple choice was there. Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, it was there? Oh, darn. Different numbers, but yeah. Oh, darn. Same concept. <laughs> anyway, there's some middle school uh, learning for you. Middle school education. says, Ian's not just a pretty face. Scruffy, I ain't even that. Come on, man. <laughs> all right let's get back let's get back to some questions 64 star mario is the question what do you think who do you think would benefit most from a frontier style combat moveset shadow blaze silver or metal sonic Mm, shadow or blaze i'm kind of into any of them but like Metal Sonic, sure. I feel like that's just the shoe in. Like he he copies Sonic. It's a little let him, obvious. Let him do. Yeah. Like shoot, give give me a Metal Sonic skin. I'm sold. Uh, Shadow. Honestly, I enjoyed his beat 'em up sections in 06. Like homing attack in, beat the crap out of something's face. Homing attack to something else, beat it up. I found that fun. So Frontiers expanding upon that, sure. And Blaze, go fast, shoot fire, fly around, shoot more fire? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Silver, Silver, I draw the line at just because I feel like he's less punchy, kicky, and all about the distance stuff, like picking things up and throwing them. And I feel like that has a much floatier, less visceral feel to it. That would be more like... I don't know, closer to a Star Fox thing. You're flying around shooting projectiles rather than, you know, getting in and mixing up combos. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe it could work. And I'm just being a fuddy-duddy. But that's my knee-jerk reaction. Fuddy-duddy. Fuddy-duddy. You're so fuddy-duddy. All right. Here's one from Hope Ocean. Cream goes on a massive training arc spanning an indeterminate amount of time, and her mentors are Amy, Sonic, Blaze, Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Vector, Blaze, and Shadow. What does she learn from each character? It's a lot of characters. Okay, guys, you got to stop throwing these, you know, seven variable questions at me. Number one, <laughs> I can't keep it in my head. Two, it takes too long. But we're already here, so okay. She trains with first one again, Amy. Uh, self-reliance, perseverance. Sonic. Uh, self-reliance, perseverance. <laughs> Tails. Uh, confidence. Self-reliance and perseverance. <laughs> Knuckles. How to punch things. Yeah. Vector. <laughs> How to get by on a string budget. <laughs> Also, detective guilt, detective skills. Those are very important. 
uh, Blaze. Uh, proper decorum and etiquette, which she already has something of a leg up on. This is more like actual royal policy and procedure. Also, she learns how to control the uh, solar emeralds because she's the next in line now. Oh, convenient. <laughs> and shadow. Uh, self-reliance, perseverance, and a mean cup of coffee. <laughs> and leave me alone. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Chris, if she transforms, that would make her burning cream. Does, it, does that just creme brulee? <laughs> I suppose so. All right, and here's one from One Watcher. When the end said it was going to tear down the walls between dimensions and consume all, what did it mean? Destroy individual planets or pull a time eater consumption of space time or even a Solaris? Get out of the dimensional prison that the ancients trapped it in and blow up the Earth. But what we need that Earth, though. It is where Sonic keeps his stuff. That's why he blowed it up. <laughs> but he doesn't have any stuff, to be fair. I mean, he just kind of goes off on his own. Oh, he has tons of stuff. He just pawns it off on Tails. Okay, it's all just Tails' stuff, really. <laughs> well, no, it's Sonic's. It's just Tails, take, keeps care, take care, Tails takes care of it. Yeah, which means... No, that's, the tornado is Sonic's plane. It's yeah. just Tails maintains it and houses it and flies it and makes iterations off it. And It's Tails' plane, Sonic. It's Tails' <laughs> it's, it's plane. It's not yours anymore. You've given it up. <laughs> you couldn't fly it if, you, if your life depended on it. You don't know how to fly it. <laughs> sure he does. I know. I know. It's technically. been a while. I know technically he does, but. <laughs> All right, here's a question from Cherry Cola. What would happen if the hedgehogs of the Sonic cast's long noses squeak like a squeaky toy when squeezed? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, now I'm imagining every just... time anime you know, OAV Sonic did that whole thing where he rubs his finger under his nose it's like a tiny squeaky violin <laughs> well they would all be bell then <laughs> all right here's I mean, one sonic Sonic would actively troll Shadow by running up and pinching his nose. I'm grim and serious. <laughs> Damn you, Sonic. <laughs> Meanwhile, Silver's coming back going, Oh, thank God, it's not just me. I thought it was another mutation. <laughs> no, no, this is, this is just how it goes. All right, here's one from Sonic Fighter 09. Which Mega Man series would you choose to work on? Oh. There's potential Ooh. in all of them. Yeah. We've <sighs> done classic, but... Well, here's the thing. I, I honestly don't know if I could choose between doing, like, the final classic to end to wrap a bow on the franchise... 
or doing a Mega Man X9. You know, uh, if Capcom came to me and Morpheus style offered me the two pills, I'd be sitting there thinking for a long time. <laughs> this would take a while. I mean, Zero's done. Zero's story is told. Yeah. Uh, ZX, there's room to explore that. It's a much, it's a huge world that you could do stuff with, but I'm not as enamored with that one. And I mean, Legends, you have to get Volnut off the moon. That's the story. That's already written for me. Yeah, there's details, but I mean, that's a foregone conclusion. But Classic and X. <sighs> I would hate, I, I, I gotta say, I would kind of hate to see the transition between Classic and X. Well, not necessarily the transition. I'm not saying like do the cataclysm and do the grim dark end for everything, but just like make a clear ending to rock and roll's adventures in the classic era. You know, this is clearly the end of this epoch and then stuff happens and we get to X. I said, we don't necessarily need the full narrative bridge. Uh, As for battle network, I, I don't, I'm not as familiar with that, but I think it told its story and I know nothing about star force really. So, yeah, let's do some X. Let's do. Let's go for X. X is good. All right, here's one from the first Chewbasa. Thoughts on your role in Mud Seventy Nine? Super excited. Um, like it actually kind of got me hyped for Star Wars again a little bit. Uh, Fred is a super cool dude. Incredibly driven boundlessly creative and I'm not just blowing smoke. Like he's just intimidatingly charismatic and cool. And I freaking adored the first seven, uh, first season of mud 79. If if you haven't heard, it's a fan radio drama of, uh, this group of folks who are like the rank under Stormtrooper, right. As the empire's kind of, making its uh establishing itself in the galaxy and kind of the perspective of someone who enlists because they think they are joining you know the stable government and the good guys and making a difference and it it's it's very slice of lifey and it's very down to earth so to speak it's in a galaxy far far away of course and then like the finale literally had my jaw drop like I was listening to it as I was going on my walks and I'm like, am I making faces at people? Because I'm really kind of getting into this <laughs> and I have no poker face. So I, I asked Fred, can I be anything? I will be a Wookiee. I will be a droid that says beep boop. Just please anything. And he gave me a number of lines. So that's fun. So it's season two is I think about halfway done now. As of this show, but look it up. Mud 79. I retweet it all the time. Look up fearless Fred, uh, on Twitter and in general, you'll find it. Nice. All right. Here's one from Kawa on tail soup and IDW. It is said that supersonic has unlimited power, but what does that mean? Is it literal or just an exaggeration? I mean, it's never been fully tested, so 
he can fight gods. That's and stuff that are like gods. <laughs> You've only and got it. He, <laughs> you know, he's really fast and he's golden. It's it's a mysterious power. Don't don't try to put too fine a point on it. There's not enough time to uh, to test it because he only lasts for about fifty seconds. <laughs> it's like oh crap. <laughs> it's a joke, guys. It's a joke. Hearts 13, Sonic Spinball Plus DLC, Mighty Tangle Surge, and Sally Acorn the Chipmunk Composite. And uh, I don't okay, I'm assuming like composite between pre reboot and post reboot. Maybe. Okay. How do each of their game mechanics work? Also, on a slightly related note, what is each opinion on Toxic Caves and the pinball-like layout of the Vego Fortress? Or the Vego Fortress, I guess, as it's technically called. Uh, hard to say, because I could never really get past Toxic Caves. Well, I could, but then the machine would just destroy me, so... Well, Toxic Caves, and then you have Lava Powerhouse. Those are those ones aren't too bad, oh, but, then the ma- okay. but then Machine is like, yeah, that's where the difficulty goes just out the window. Yeah, I mean, as frustrating as it was, because I'm not great at pinball anyway, but Toxic Caves is just a neat design. Great music, too. And from what little I experienced of the other ones, I kind of feel like once you wouldn't go more industrial with it, it loses some of the charm of it. I would honestly like to see a Sonic Spinball return where it is like entire pinball stages themed after zones. Like a Mystic Cave board, uh, Oil Ocean board, Mirage Saloon board as you're flying around beating up all those pinata light things. Oh my God. That'd be great. But um, as for the characters, Sonic didn't really do anything special. It was just the fact that he could walk and climb and then would be a ball. So the other characters, I guess, would need some kind of differentiating gimmick but how do you do that without making sonic you know superfluous i think they're just skins ian just do it make it easy on yourself they're just skins. Uh, but that's not as much fun i know it's not as much fun but like come on like give, <laughs> like okay maybe since we're talking about a whole new version of sonic spinball here let's give sonic a homing attack like he gets one new trajectory shot and mm. he can go towards a bumper or a badnik that's floating around. So you, you bounce off the one thing that you didn't mean to, maybe you can course correct. Okay. Um, I've already forgotten the list of characters. Maybe, maybe, oh, I got it, but hold up. Maybe mighty can like do sort of like a, a bounce, some sort of, uh, similar thing he does in mania where he like shoots toward the ground, but you do it too much and you tilt the, table so <laughs> maybe or maybe if there's like uh bumper stuff that you have to hit two or three times to wear down he knocks it out in a single hit because he's just that strong yeah 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 tangle uh tangle maybe she gets like a tether that she can f- tether grip with her tail that she can fire out so if you do it last second you can like grab onto the flipper before you fall off the table launch yourself back into the game mm-hmm grab onto a bumper real quick and course correct. Like it's a split fire thing. It requires skill and attention. So it isn't just an easy mode. 
Um, uh, Surge just plays the options theme for the entire game on loop. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Mighty's going to bust through multiple hit things, have her do like an area of effect hit. So if there's like a row of three, when she hits, there's a little static jolt that hits everything around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Sally. Sally. <laughs> what what does Sally do? Has a completely different campaign where there's no there's no pinball involved, just sneak, <laughs> just sneaking through the the Vegio Fortress. <laughs> uh maybe it's just implied that she uses Nicole to like hack some of the systems so you know if you're in a casino night stage the relay rail runs a little slower or uh certain barriers that would be locked off to other characters are automatically opened by her so she gets some shortcut options maybe hmm hmm also, I'm receiving a suggestion from the chat that says she sticks to walls with her arm blades. Yeah, maybe. That could so be cool. you'd have to time the trajectory just right, so it isn't, like, completely broken. But yeah, that could be something. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I like that idea. All right. And let's go ahead and go on to this next one here from True Cosmic Digilab 79 if the Sonic game was in a very awesome candy park and factory, what would they be doing? Eating awesome candy and factories, I think, is what they would yeah, be I doing. Mean, that's basically Sweet Mountain. <laughs> Delicious. I mean, nobody's falling for Eggman dresses Willy Wonka. They know who he is, but hey, free candy. <laughs> yes, they are eating factories. That's what I said. <laughs> Well, did, the factories are made of candy. This is this is Egg Wonka. Everything's made out of candy. Did I misspeak? The railing. <laughs> no. Yeah, I said what I said. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> His final Egg Wonka robot also made of candy, so they just eat it. <laughs> Yummy. They're, They're all very sick by the end of it, but you know, they got through it. Consume the whole damn factory. <laughs> <laughs> finally eggman no, does sonic in by landing him with a massive dental bill <laughs> now i want mike pollock as eggman doing the riverboat sequence <laughs> oh no but also oh yes <laughs> Here's one from Butter Noodles. Which of these Sonic lyrical songs has the most quote potential? I don't know. Which one have I used the most at this point? <laughs> Rolling around at the speed of sound. <laughs> that's like, that's got to be the biggest meme lyric. <laughs> I feel like I've used Eggman's theme a bit. I've used Sonic's theme a bit. I know I've used... Uh... I have used Live and Learn somewhere, haven't I? I think so. I uh... I know mm. I've used Open Your Heart. Yeah. Uh, shoot, what is the what is the boss theme called for Neo Metal? Metal Overlord. Uh, what I'm Made Of? What I'm Made Of, yeah. That I know I've used extensively. You've never used Dreams of an Absolution. 
No, and I haven't found a good place to use some of it. Now, now I did reference it in a incredibly forced pun in the cookbook, and I am proud of that. <laughs> You're not taking that away from me. Uh, I would love to quote with me somewhere, but I don't know. That one feels like on the one hand, it's so specific to that fight. It's a little harder to work elsewhere. And I also love it so much. I also don't want to tarnish it with my own obsession of referencing it. Like, let it be pure. Let it go untouched. (laughs) Oh, sure. That's the one thing in Sonic you won't. (laughs) It might be my favorite vocal track, Kyle. You won't touch. I mean, rightfully so. It's fantastic. But come on. Like, you are the man who leaves no stone unturned when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, well, I got to learn eventually. Maybe what I'm made of is what I've referenced the most. Maybe that's the most quotable one. I don't know. Somebody else who is much more in tune with this kind of trivia. Let me know. (laughs) Oh, let's see. It's the, the, my sweet passion. Uh, We've referenced that on this show multiple times. (laughs) Yeah, that one does not fit. (laughs) Tails' doesn't really fit. But this is, is a lot harder to work with. The Sphinx is so cute, Ian. You had to shave yeah, it. I know. I, I know. You need to shave all those cats. Why? I don't know. Yet my feet don't touch the ground. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> and we got this super chat question from Turbo K. Hey, Ian, asking a question for a friend who's been having a rough week. How would a day of Lanolin and Lammy from Um, Um Jammer Lammy hanging out go? (laughs) I am so sorry to disappoint your friend. I have no idea who that other one is. You don't know who Lammy from Um Jammer Lammy is? Do you know Parappa the Rapper? In passing. I know of him in concept. Well, Um Jammer Lammy is the guitar chick from... The follow-up to Parappa the Rapper, called Um okay. Jammer Lammy. So okay. she, so she, she's she's a pretty cool. She's pretty cool, you know. I don't know. Uh, Lanolin might be like kind of put off by her because she's like kind of easygoing and you know just chill. But also she she like rocks, so she's like loud. So Lanolin might be a little put out by it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would get along. <laughs> maybe unless like Lanolin's like a fan maybe I don't know maybe she can she's challenged to follow along with a few chords she's trying to learn guitar and through that learns how to let go just a little bit just a tiny bit or maybe maybe uh, Lanolin is put off by how flat Lammy is because she's, you know, uh, like like a cardboard flat character, you know. Mm, mm. Yeah. Unusual in their world, yes. Yes, very strange, very strange. <laughs> All right, and let's uh, end out the show with a few 
Uh, standard chat questions. Here's one from Lord Van Oscaro. Now that the Netflix One Piece is popular, do you think the Robo Pirates could make a comeback? Uh, maybe. Last story we saw them in, they were destroyed. Like, Captain Whisker was beheaded. So, I mean, they're robots. So they could be rebuilt, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. That's a shame. I would like to have seen that, you know, at least instead of just being like told it happened. Mm. Tony C has a question. I'm curious when Sonic Team pitched Frontiers to you, did you know that what Sage would look like? I'm curious because anyone would assume she is related to Infinite. No, I had no visuals to work off of. I mean, you know what Sonic looks like. Yes, but come on now. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's not entirely true. Because I did get to play like the proof of concept alpha. So I knew kind of the aesthetic they were going for. Okay. But you still don't know what Sage but... looked like. No, I don't think she was designed at that point. No. All right. Here's one from <laughs> Horf. Hey guys, the Sylvae's interaction in issue 64 was great. So does Sega see Silver and Blaze in the same light as Sonic and Amy or Knuckles and Rouge? I mean, even Sonic ships them. It's perfect. I don't think so. Does Sega see Knuckles and Rouge in the same light? As Sonic and Amy? No. No, I didn't think so. It's a very different relationship. I think someone tried I think you I think you tried to sneak your I think you tried to sneak your ship preference in there and hmm. Yeah. Clever. <laughs> Pick an issue. There's my ship preference. <laughs> uh mine's the egg carrier. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe the death egg. Truly a floating masterpiece. I don't know. The death egg is maybe a little overdone, but it's also it's pretty cool, not gonna lie. <laughs> I personally like that I don't know if it had a name, but that really big manta ray ship at the center of the egg fleet in Heroes. The I whole mean, nautical flying thing was cool, but that is pretty Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one from MSP Nova. Bell is asked to guard the Master Emerald. How long before things go wrong? Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. She's going to spend the first hour not touching anything because this is very important. And then she's going to get a little bored. And then she's going to realize this thing's just out in the elements. It's kind of dirty. If it's so powerful, shouldn't it be a little more maintained? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, at the very least, she can knuckles a favor and like polish it up a little bit. And that's when she knocks it off the shrine and starts chasing it down the stairs. <laughs> oh no! And then the whole island drops. So she's trying to catch it out of midair and like push it, Looney Tunes style, through the falling air back onto the shrine. Oh yeah. <laughs> but hey she does it by the time knuckles gets back everything's fine 
<laughs> oh yeah, he comes in. He's like, "Hey, nice job!" And she's like lying on top of it, panting. <laughs> Thought you were made of wood. Why do you have to breathe, Knuckles? Just please give me a moment. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. I think we're going to cut it off there. We have one last super chat, though, to get to read. Oh, actually, hold on. We have two more. We're going to do this one first. This one is from Shibumi Tanuki. Starline Isekai prompt. He finds himself in your office, Ian. Now that you're face to face, how will he confront his creator? Well, first round, he looks around because I don't have an office. <laughs> Confused. Where'd this, come, where'd, where'd this come from? I have like a couch and a laptop. <laughs> and he's like, this is it. The great all Ian of my grievances, <laughs> All my grievances, all my pain and suffering comes from this squalor. I'm like, dude, I just vacuumed. It's not squalor. <laughs> this mediocrity gave birth to my genius. Yeah, and it took you out, too. <laughs> There's the door. Have you some fun. Look way, both ways before crossing the street. Otherwise, you're a plushie. What is that supposed to mean? You like the you like meta context. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> harsh. Harsh, harsh, harsh. All right. And Ian, check your DMs. There's links in there because we have one last super chat. Yeah, we do. And it's from our good buddy, Stephen A. <laughs> Uh, seeing as it's the spooky month can we hear Ian's singing dulcet tones saying come on Fuhoko gods everybody to the limit <laughs> well, we're gonna be singing about Fuhoko gods we're gonna do it the right way yes <laughs> it's important alright no practice just going right to it do it <laughs> Everybody to the limit. The G is to the limit. It said, come on, Fuhogogaz. It said, come on, Fuhogogaz. Everybody to the limit. Everybody to the limit. Everybody come on, Fuhogogaz. I said, come on, Fuhogogaz. I said, come on, Fuhogogaz. Everybody to the limit. Who's that? It's to the limit. Everybody come on, Fuhogogaz. Come on, Fuku guys. I see you jocking me. Trying to play like you know me. I'm like, come on, Fuku guys. I said, come on, Fuku guys. Everybody to the limit. The cheat is to the limit. Everybody come on, Fuku guys. I said, ooh, ha, Fuku guys. I said, ooh, ha, Fuku guys. Who's that Fuku guys? And who is that Fuku guys? <laughs> I don't know who it is, but it's probably is Fuhu Gaz. I asked my friend Joe. I asked my friend Jake. He said it was Fuhu Gaz. I said, come on, Fuhu Gaz. I said, come on, Fuhu Gaz. Who's up to the limit? Say me. I'm to the limit. Everybody come on, come on, Gaz. Fuhu Gaz. 
You're just making yourself look worse, you know? I mean, everybody's just going to feel sorry for you. I mean, I do. <laughs> uh, now that's what I'm talking about. That was amazing. I mean, you. I, 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 I'm buying you a pizza. all right (laughs) that's gonna do it for this edition of mumblecast live thank you so much for supporting us for supporting the show with giving us all your questions sorry we can't get through all of them it's just you guys are like way past the limit you go to the limit and then beyond <laughs> everybody to the limit the cheat is to the limit <laughs> be good to yourselves be good to each other and we will see you next time on the Bumbercast. <laughs> see you guys next time oh that was fun <laughs> oh ah four cards ah, I kind of tripped over a little bit there at the end but I got your limit right here. <laughs> 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 oh, man.